All right, this is it. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 340 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Boy, my ass. Today I'm going to tell you about some trips that I've taken during my life, my long, ridiculous life, which turned out to be a little disappointing. I've, I've taken many great trips. I don't want you to think I'm just a negative person. I wouldn't want you to think that. But um, I've taken some fantastic trips in my lifetime. Been very lucky in that regard. But there's been a few that we kind of like fouled off our foot for re- for various reasons. And I want to tell you a little bit about those. And I'm, I was hoping, I put this on social media, that people would call in with their own stories of disappointing uh, disappointing trips. But nobody called in. I may as well just go up on the top of a mountain and just shout it into the, just straight into the, into the, into nature. That's the same kind of response I'll get. But... If you want to call in and be in a be in a future show, you can still call in with this and um, tell us your stories about about trips that went wrong for whatever reason or the locale was disappointing. That's basically the ones I've got, and um, you know you can still call in. So uh, even though it's not going to be a part of this show, this particular show, it's still a question that you can answer by calling the hotline and that number five seven zero two nine zero eight one five one. Again, 570-290-8151. Call me around the clock seven days a week. It's voicemail, and you'll almost certainly be a part of a future show. So if you have an answer to that question or anything else on your mind, give me a call. It's fun. It adds to the show, and I, uh, and I, you know, I appreciate it. So anyway, so I, I had some jotted down here in the old notebook. I'm almost to the end of this notebook, by the way. I have to choose another one. I choose them by collar. I don't know why. I, you know, I, you know, it's exciting to have a new notebook, a fresh new notebook that I'm going to fill with nonsense and ridiculousness. And uh, but I, I, I love notebooks. Like right now is back to school, and Target usually is where I go, and they have notebooks for like I don't know, a quarter each, like spiral notebooks. And I buy a shitload of them. I got a stack of them in here in the in, in in the bunker, and I keep buying them. Like I go in there and I buy ten more. You know, it costs like two fifty for ten solid, nice notebooks. You know. Anyway, um, I'm going to choose a new one after this last page. So it's a lot of nonsense we go through, my friends. But anyway, so I was going to talk about these. Uh, I have them. I have them jotted down here. And I'll just I'll just go through them uh, one by one. First of all, when I was a kid, this is a long time ago, and I would I don't even know if I'd put this down as disappointing. I think I got myself psyched up. But when I, when I was a kid, we used to go to this amusement park in Cincinnati called Kings Island. It's still there. It's a great place. When I was I mean when we were kids, I mean that place was awesome. You know it's like the best. I felt like it was the best amusement park I've ever been in. You know, and um, we had so much fun there. And, uh, 
it's, it, it's kick-ass, right? So when we were kids, my parents said, you want to go down to Disney? This is when Disney first opened, when Disney World first opened. They had, Epcot wasn't even open yet. That's how early it was. It was like right after uh, Disney World in Florida opened. And we were like, oh, yeah, let's do it. That'd be, that'd be awesome, you know? I don't want to say awesome too much, but we were like, yes, let's do it. I don't know how old I was. I was a kid. I thought, this is going to be even better than King's Island. This is going to be, this is, King's Island is the pinnacle in my mind, <laughs> you know? This is going to be even better. Disney World. You know, everybody talks about Disney World. So we went down there. It wasn't, you know, King's Island was better, you know. I mean, it was fine. But I was uh, mildly disappointed. I mean, because I, I got myself so worked up. That's probably on me. Um, probably I got myself so worked up thinking this is going to be, this is even going to surpass the great King's Island. And it was uh, somewhat disappointing. It was it was fine. I didn't hate it or anything like that, but it didn't blow us away. I think all of us were slightly disappointed by it. And it was you know super expensive, of course, and far away from our house. Kings Island is like you know three four hours away from our house. Back when I lived in West Virginia, and Florida is slightly farther, and we didn't like it as much. Um, I will say this, when we were out in California, we went to Disneyland uh, multiple times, took the kids there multiple times, and um, it was fun. It was a blast. I mean, I don't, I'm not anti-Disney or anything. I just think I got myself psyched up. I thought, I thought this is going to be even better than King's Island, and it wasn't. Or at least I didn't, none of us felt that it was. King's Island is... I'd like to go there again, although I'm not riding anything. I'm not getting on the beast. That's some kind of insane, insane roller coaster. I'm not getting on that. There's no way. I've reached a, I, I, I've crossed some threshold where I'm not riding nonsense rides anymore. You know, I could go there and walk around, and eat, eat, eat a, eat a swath through the park. I can do that, but anyway. Um, that was the, that was number one on my list. Number two, these aren't ranked, by the way. These are just uh, these are the way they popped into my head. Next, Niagara Falls. When I was, I don't know how old I was. I think I was like thirteen years old, somewhere in that neighborhood, fourteen maybe. I don't know, like a young teenager. My parents. Every year we went on a vacation, and it was usually Myrtle Beach or Florida, almost always Myrtle Beach or Florida. And uh, my mom, for some reason, said, you know, we should shake it up this year and go north, you know, and do, do baseball stuff. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> I like the sounds of that. Baseball stuff. I think we went to Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm working off memory. I, I know we went to Pittsburgh and saw a Pirates game. And I think we might have gone to Philly and saw a Phillies game, but I'm not, I'm not 100% sure about that one. But... um. I think we did. And then we went we went to Boston and saw a Red Sox game. I went to Fenway Park, which was awesome. They were playing the Blue Jays, I remember, which were an expansion team. They were a new team at the time. They had just just came it might have been like the second season they were a team or something like that. And we went to New York City. We spent the day in New York City. We went on some kind of bus trip. Um where they, I mean, we were on that thing for hours. We were on this bus. They took us all around New York, 
and it was that was back in the late 70s i think back when it was really grimy and uh menacing you know and um they took us all around i mean we went to the bowery i remember seeing cbgb's there and that place was like terrifying there's just like i mean it's trashed the buildings look like they're all Abandoned and burned out, or something. It felt it, when I, in my memory, it feels like it was like it looked like a war zone, and there were people, scary people, just wandering around like zombies. And um, and um, and we went up into Harlem, and they said, "Do not take pictures, do not take pictures." You know, during this part of the trip, because uh, you know, people don't like that. <laughs> I don't know how they put it, but that's basically what they said. And I was like, "What? No. What are you going to turn the bus over?" We drove through Harlem, and there was people flipping us off. You know, there like what the? I don't I don't know what the hostility is. <laughs> Maybe it's just because there's a bunch of you know tourists going through there, like looking at them like they're a zoo or something. You know, I mean I don't know I don't know what the, there was a lot of hostility. Went through Spanish Harlem, went through the you know all this stuff, and we, and we drove all around New York City on a bus all day. And I remember uh, the only way I can pinpoint a year is because the in in Times Square also scary there was a big giant billboard for a movie called A Bridge Too Far which is a war movie so that thing had just come out I don't know what year 78 I should have looked that up before I got on here probably like 1978 so I was like 14 15 years old right and um so then so that whole day it was an eye opener you know, and I we wanted to, I wanted to go to to Yankee Stadium. My parents were like, "No, we're not doing that." You know, <laughs> they, they were intimidated by that. But we did go to Fenway in Boston. We were on a subway. It was the first time I was ever on a subway in my life. Packed in there, like just jam packed in there. And um, went to the game. It was fun. You know, kick ass. You know, it's like unbelievable. And then we went to uh, Cooperstown, New York. When I think back on this trip, I was like, how much money did they spend on this thing? I mean, that had to, that had to cost a fortune, you know? But it was fun. It was so much fun. And um, we, went to, we went to Cooperstown, to the Baseball Hall of Fame, and uh, we were in, I remember we were in some kind of shop, and um, they, this guy had like all this baseball memorabilia. There's these shops up and down the street there, even now to this day, where these people sell baseball memorabilia. And um, this guy had like a, we're in some shop and there's a stack of scorecards and yearbooks and stuff from back in the 40s and 30s and 50s and stuff. And um, I was flipping through and I, I <laughs> somehow I like ripped the whole cover off of one. <laughs> I mean, I did it. It was, it was a mistake. I was just flipping through and I like grabbed the cover. You know what I mean? I grabbed the cover of a, of a, of a scorecard and I was lifting it to see what the next one was, you know, saying I ripped the whole cover off and you could hear it all over the shop. It's like made this big, loud ripping noise. <laughs> you know, it was like, it felt like it was amplified. And, um, the guy, the owner come running over there and he's like, you're not helping me at all, buddy. I was like, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm stupid. I'm an idiot. You know, <laughs> I apologize. It's uh, I can't do things. I'm not able to operate in society. And that's the way I felt, you know. 
Um, so I felt mortified by that. It's one of those things when I think back, it's one of the many. I have hundreds, hundreds of things. And when I think back on it, I just get like a full body shiver. That's one of them. And then we went to Niagara Falls. I was like, this is going to be cool, you know, Niagara Falls. That's something you hear about all your life. And I can't wait to see this. It's going to be awesome. So we went up there. The, the American side was a shabby piece of shit, you know. It's run down, not good. Kind of like, I don't know, almost like slums. <laughs> I'm like, what the? I thought this is a touristy. You know, you think it's going to be a touristy thing. And the American side of the river was like a dump. So we went across into the Canadian side, which was more touristy. And, um, you know, we, we got a hotel there. So we, we go to Niagara Falls. We, we go to the Overlook. I'll get, I'll get to the hotel in a minute. <laughs> we went to the Overlook. And it's one of those deals where you're like, wow, look at that. Man, that is amazing. Look at that. I can't believe that something like this happens in nature, and we're getting to see this thing in person. Whoo, look at that. All right, is there an ice cream shop nearby here? Because, you know, I can only look at this thing for so long, you know. It's like you're just looking at it, and you're like, man, that's awesome. And it quick, there's a, I mean, it, it burns itself out. It burns hot like a comet, and then it just burns itself out. You're not interested anymore. It's like, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing to do. So it was a disappointment. We did take that boat ride where you go behind the water, where you go behind the water of the falls, (laughs) and you have to wear like a raincoat. I mean, we had to wear like a raincoat and rain hat, you know, all this stuff. And, uh, you know, things smelled terrible. I remember the raincoat smelled terrible. I was like, I don't want to. I'm going to get the residue of like a hundred previous people. I don't. I don't think you wash these things. <laughs> Clearly, by the by the the smell coming off these things, they're they're not washed very often. And uh, and I'm wearing. And I'm I'm just sporting this thing. I can. I remember being mildly uh, disgusted by that. But that part was fun. But just looking at the at the wa- waterfall, it's like you know, it's nice. It's cool. It's amazing. But uh, you know. How much? How long can you look at something like that? <laughs> so, um, but the, to the hotel. This is the okay. This is this is the trip. This this part of the trip, right? So we we went. We're on the Canadian side. We got a hotel over there. You wouldn't want to stay on the American side. I don't know what it's like now. Haven't been back. But on the back in those days, you you wouldn't have wanted to stay on the American side. You'd get knifed or something. The, the the Canadian side was more uh, hospitable to the uh, the tourist, so we went over there, and um, we uh, got a hotel. looked looked decent from the road, you know. It wasn't a part of it. It was just like an independent. It was like all independent. It wasn't like parts of. It wasn't like a, you know. It wasn't like a Marriott or a Holiday Inn or something. It was just like some independent place. And um, it looked okay. So we, we check in, and it's we go into our room, and it's disgusting, you know. And we're like, what the hell? I mean, I, I, me and my brother were like, what? This place is, a, this place is terrible. <laughs> it's like dirty, you know. I felt like ill at ease in there. I went in the bathroom. There's like I saw a bug, you know, in the bathroom. The, there was a table. Like it was attached to the wall, like a sort of like a 
nightstand type thing, but it was attached to the wall, and the thing was like looked like somebody like sat on it or something. The thing was all ratcheted down. It was like, <laughs> you know, the the uh, you know it was like tilted down to the ground. There was a painting on the wall, like a like it was you know like a some sort of a print art print of the Blue Boy, you know that Blue Boy art print. And it looked like somebody had shot the eye out of it with a BB gun. <laughs> and me and my brother were like, you know, complaining and bitching about it. And my dad, who is the more laid back, like like my mom was more fiery, you know, or she still is. And, um, she, you know, she got ticked off at us on a regular basis. So you just like rolled with her because you, you kind of expected it. Like, she'd get mad at us uh, about various things. But my dad's real laid back. He rolls with things. He doesn't really get mad very often. But he got mad at us this, mad at us this day, and I think he called us fancy lads. He said, you guys are a couple of fancy lads, <laughs> which was very hurtful. And um, you guys, you know, you're spoiled. You never, you know, should have seen the places I've stayed in, you know, that kind of thing. You need to quit your quit your bitching, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know how much money we spent on this trip? Now you're complaining because the hotel is not up to your standards, your lofty standards. This is the kind of thing that was going on. And um, he was, like, really mad at us, right? And um, so there was all kinds of tension. We just, Of course, we shut up. When my dad gets mad... It's like, oh, God, we've really crossed the line. When my mom gets mad, you're like, well, that goes with the territory. When my dad gets mad, like, oh, I think we crossed the line. We better we better take it down about five notches because we're <laughs> treading on thin ice, you know. So we're sitting in there. No, but nobody's saying anything. And there's like a, uh, there's like a, I don't know, like a can of Sprite or something sitting on that table that's tilted. And my dad goes, uh, if anybody sees that, you know, he, he has a, a, a way of of, of uh, taking the tension out. You know, he 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 caused that. Well, he didn't cause the tension, but he he, he you know he, he he raised the tension in the room. But then he has a way of uh, deflating it. He goes, if anybody sees that uh, sees that can sliding off that table, go over and try to catch it before it hits the ground. <laughs> you know, just this real dry sense of humor. We were like, all right, I guess he's okay. Everything seems to be better. So me and my brother goes out to the pool. There's a pool out there. It looks nice from the outside. It's one of these deals where they maintain, they keep the outside really maintained. But the rooms, once you pay the price, the rooms are no. You know, this is back before you, there's internet reviews and stuff. So we go out to the pool, and there's some other kids out there. And uh, we're, we're just walking up, and we see these kids they're up. There's nobody in the pool. They're all up on the up on the uh, side of the pool, looking in. They're all looking at something, and um, we we go over there to investigate, see what's going on. There's a giant human turd <laughs> in the pool, in the floating in the pool. A giant turd. I'm like, what? The, how does this happen? How's something like this happen? I'm not kidding. It has to be done on purpose, right? I mean, you can't. I mean, how how would a, a giant turd like that <laughs> escape somebody's swimsuit? You know what is going on anyway? Well, people just I, I don't know. So these kids are up on the up on the sidewalk, or you know, on the side of the pool, looking at it, and um, the thing's floating by, and um, one of them, I don't know, 
this is back when the Six Million Dollar Man was on TV. And at the beginning, and uh, in the uh, credits at the beginning, the opening, you know, the opening credits or whatever, you know, there's this part where he goes, "It's breaking up! It's breaking up!" You know, because the the the, the Six Million Dollar Man got hurt in some kind of like horrible accident. You know, and then they rebuild him with with bionics. So in the opening credits, there's this part where it shows this like airplane or something, some kind of spaceship or something, exploding, and it goes, "It's breaking up! It's breaking up!" So this kid's on the side of the pool and he's going, "It's breaking up! It's breaking up!" <laughs> Looking at the turd, it's like the worst. You know, I couldn't wait to get out of that place. I've never been back. Niagara Falls is always tainted in my mind. I don't know. I wouldn't mind going back up there to see see how I feel about it. But I, I know better than to pretend that it's going to be like some kind of a a great destination. People used to go on their honeymoons up there. When I was a kid, like on TV, they were always like people would go on their honeymoons to the to uh, Niagara Falls or the Poconos. I don't know about either one of those. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a good choice for you know in 2023 for your honeymoon. Either one of those places. All right. Next on my list is very similar story. The Grand Canyon. Right. We were in Las Vegas a few years ago. Not that you know. Just just three four years ago, and uh, we we decided you know we'll go take a day trip. A bus trip out to see the Grand Canyon. It'll be an opportunity to see the Grand Canyon. Similar, very similar thing as Niagara Falls. So um, I said, yeah, let's do that. So I think Tony suggested it, and I, I was all for it. So we bought the tickets. They were not cheap. It leaves Las Vegas. You have to go to some kind of like, like you get on a bus. Like you buy the ticket, you get on a bus. They take you to this center, this huge facility out in the middle of somewhere, and there's hundreds of people there. And all they do at this place is they try to upsell you on like a like a at like a you know, upsell your tickets so that you like they offer these different packages. Like you already bought tickets that cost like a hundred and some dollars to take a bus out to the Grand Canyon and back. And then they want to upsell you. They so they go in there and have this hard hard sell where they're trying to sell you other packages with add-ons and um, or different modes of transportation. You won't have to go on a boat, or I mean, a, a boat on a bus. You can go on uh, like a Hummer, or you can go on a short bus, or you can take a Lincoln Town Car out there, or you can or you can go and um, have have a, a gourmet lunch along the way, or something. You know, there's all, all these different packages with add-on. Like, like they try to get squeeze extra money out of you. Of course, so we're in this thing. There's like hundreds of people there. I'm not exaggerating. A whole bunch of people. And I saw this when we were waiting in line. There was this guy that had a bucket with him. He had a bucket and a towel over his shoulder. And he's like in line to get on a bus to the Grand Canyon. And I'm like, what in the hell is that? Is this guy going to puke in this thing? I mean, is he going to get car sick? And he's just going to up chuck into that bucket and then wipe his chin off with that towel is that what's going to happen if he's on our bus if there's people puking on our bus then uh you know if i catch a whiff of that all bets are off <laughs> you know so i was already pissed off they took us out to this they, they, they don't tell you about this you pay you pay the ticket 
you, and you get on a bus, you think you're on your way to the you, you think you're on your way to the Grand Canyon. No, you're going. They're taking you out to uh, out to some place where they're going to try to squeeze more money out of you. You know, and they have a gift shop there. They have a, like a a place where you can buy food, like a like a snack bar type place. You know, everything's like extremely expensive. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even it's like so expensive that if it was at an airport, people were like, "That's a little over the top." You know, even at an airport. They'd be like, I don't know about that. So the thing's just a money suck. So we finally, we, we didn't do any of that shit. We didn't do any of that up, up upsell crap. We just got on the bus, and they were playing some kind of crap, some movie. They, they were playing all these kids' movies, like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs or some kind of crap, whatever that is. Like, oh, my God. And it was out in the middle of the desert. There's nothing really to look at. It took, packed in there. I mean, every seat's full. It took hours and hours and hours. It felt like it was never going to end, you know? I mean, it was just terrible. Kind of the cool, one of the cool things was uh, they said, you're on the original, right now we're on the original Route 66, which I thought that was kind of cool. That was fun. Route 66, Route 66, whatever, however you want to pronounce it. So, uh, but it it took hours. And we, we finally got there. And they, before they opened the doors of the bus, they gave us this speech. They said the, the barriers, you know, are only like a foot tall because, you know, they don't want to block anybody's uh, view. But very dangerous. Do not step over the barrier. Do not step over the barrier because it's dangerous. You could fall. You could die. You could, you could just bounce down the side of the inside of the canyon walls. And just end up a bloody pulp at the end, at the bottom. Or, if you don't fall, you could also receive a $500 fine for uh, not obeying uh, the rules. So don't step over the, do not step over the barrier. Do you understand? Does everybody understand? Everybody said, yes, we understand. They opened opened the doors of the bus, and about a third of the occupants stepped right over the barrier and was like looking over, like look at that. <laughs> I'm like, what the? I'm like, I'm, I don't like heights, so there's no way I'm going over that thing. There's no way. I didn't like. I didn't feel comfortable standing behind the barrier, much less stepping over on the ledge. There's people out there eating like a like a box lunch or something with their legs hanging over. <sighs> you know, it's like what the? Where are these people writing these five hundred dollar tickets? I don't see anybody. You know. Um, so I don't know. Was, people were taking chances, and it was another deal like Niagara Falls. It was like, oh my God, look at that! Holy mackerel! I've seen this on TV, but it doesn't ever do doesn't do it justice. Look at how big that is. I mean, as far as canyons go, that one's especially grand. You know, now I know why they call it the Grand Canyon. You know that kind of stuff. So we're looking at it, and we're like, all right. All right, what's next? <laughs> you know, maybe we should go through the gift shop again. Maybe we missed something. I don't know. I don't know. And we actually did go to an ice cream shop <laughs> and then um, milked that thing, sat there eating a sundae until it's like, I don't know. All right, and we went back out. And, all right, there it is again. Whew, look at that. No way. I mean, I, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad that we did it. I'm glad that I can say, yeah, I can, I'm glad if somebody asks, you ever seen the Grand Canyon? I can say, yep. I'm glad that I can say that. 
and I'm glad I had the experience, I guess, but I will never, ever do it again. No way. I'd rather have been in Las Vegas that day doing whatever Las Vegas things you can do. That was a that was a mistake. I would not suggest it. If you're in the neighborhood and you can just swing by there, <laughs> you know, if you're in the neighborhood of the Grand Canyon and you can just swing by there and just move on, uh, you know, definitely. I mean, it's, it's great to see it, but you don't need to spend the entire day there. You don't need to stay on a bus watching children's movies packed in with with strangers, uh, you know, for hours and hours and hours. I remember we did have a really good lunch there. They had they they provided lunch for us. It was pretty good, but um, you know, it was. I I would give that two thumbs down. I would never I would never suggest that to anyone. Um, next on my list, um, when I was uh, one time when I was dating this um, one of my former girlfriends, <laughs> we went to um, we went to the Smoky Mountains. I don't remember. I don't remember the details of this, but we went to the Smoky Mountains and we stayed in one of those motels, right? And it was I don't remember. There was all kinds of issues. We had all kinds of problems. And we were up in the mountains, and it was uh, we we stayed at a motel, one of those old motels that looks like built in the fifties. You know, it looks quaint and cool from the outside, just like that place in Niagara Falls, but even quainter. And you go in the room, and the place is a shit house. You know, like I don't even want to lay down on this bed. I mean, I don't know if these sheets have been changed ever. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hadn't. Gave me the heebie-jeebies, right? I said, let's get some beer or something. God, this place, you know, the whole trip was like coming off the rails. I can't remember the details. I can just remember the emotions. <laughs> Sometimes you can't remember what actually happened. You just remember the emotions of that you were feeling at the time. So we we asked, where can we, is there a store around here we can buy some, uh, like some beer or something? They're like, ah, oh, this is a dry county. Like, what the? Are you serious? What is this, the 1940s or something? Dry County. They're like, yeah, we don't, you can't buy, you're not allowed to drink in this county. Like, what in the hell? Or you, you can't sell it anyway. I said, well, how far is the next county? <laughs> and they told us it was too far. Like, this is bullshit, man. <laughs> you know, this whole trip sucks. And um, I remember there was some weirdo. He was sitting in a lawn, a lawn chair like right outside his room, he had like a, a 12 pack of Bud Light or some kind of crap. He's just sitting out there just drinking. And I was like, I wish he'd share some of those. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm not going to ask him because he looks like a murderer, but he didn't offer, obviously. But um, so we, we just spent the night in this in this hotel, motel. It wasn't a hotel. It was one of those ones where you pull up and the door's right there, you know, and um I didn't even want to lay down on that bed, you know. I put, in fact, I I I, I took a, uh, you know, I took a, a Walmart bag or whatever and put it over my head so that my, so that my head didn't touch the pillowcase. <laughs> That's where my dad called me a fancy lad. See, I mean, yeah, I guess he wasn't that far off. That place sucked, and that whole trip for whatever reason that was no fun. I remember when I was a kid, we used to go there sometimes. And I thought it was kind of cool. That trip. No way. I mean, that's one of those things where whatever happened, and I can't remember the details. I just remember that hotel, motel, and the dry county bullshit. Uh, that that I'm like, I don't want to ever go back. 
Uh, the Smoky Mountains can pack it. <laughs> you know, that's probably unfair. That's the way. That's the way I feel to this day. And last on my list, um, oh, I got two more. Um, just recently, just a few years ago, Tony and I went and got. We, we went to uh, Myrtle Beach in the early spring. And we we booked a room at this motel. This is it's like a motel. It's not on the ocean. It's across the street. It's back when the old, back in the old days where that was oceanfront in Myrtle Beach. There's this there's this ocean boulevard, right? And then there on one side, not on the ocean side, the other side of Ocean Boulevard is where all the motels used to be back in the day, back when I was a kid. And then you walk across that street, Ocean Boulevard. And the ocean was there, you know, and there'd be like sand dunes and stuff. But since then, they've been they started building up. Well, it was it was like that a little bit too back in those days too. They had like they build these giant high rises on the ocean side, right? And um, so now you can't all those motels. You can't even see the ocean because there's these giant, huge, fancy pants uh, hotels on the on the ocean side. So we. So they somebody bought this uh, one of these old motels where are vintage and kind of cool and hip, and they put a bunch of money into it and renovated it. We thought this would be fun, you know, this would be kind of cool, you know, and it's relatively inexpensive. I guess it'll be a, a funky, uh, you know, a funky way to go to Myrtle Beach. I don't remember. I think we drove down there, or no, I don't remember. No, we flew down there. We flew down there. And uh, we we got we had uh, we had that motel room, and it was terrible. I mean, it was dark. In I mean, you couldn't see the ocean. We knew we kind of knew that was going to happen, but we thought that it wouldn't be that big of a deal. It was cold. It was raining the whole time we were there. Um, the the motel was uh, weird. It was laid out weird. I mean, it was renovated and everything, but it was noisy. There was like something going on next door. I don't know what that is. Like people chanting over there. <laughs> Not even kidding. It's like groups of people chanting deep into the night. I don't know what the hell that is. I still don't understand. And um, it was cold. It was windy. The ho- the, the motel was, uh, the people weren't super friendly, you know, and there was nothing cool about it. It was just a motel room. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> the whole trip sucked. It was the, one of the worst. I mean, we love Myrtle Beach. That thing was terrible. The weather did not did not cooperate. We ended up leaving early. We didn't even finish the trip. We didn't even stay the whole time. We just went home. In fact, I think we drove home. That's how bad it was. We were like, both of us were disgusted, and we'd had it. We So we had, a, we had round-trip airplane tickets. And we just rented a car and drove home because we didn't want to wait until the until the return ticket. You know, we didn't want to wait that long. That was one of the worst. That thing was a, a, just a complete bust. Complete bust. We drive by there when we go down to Myrtle Beach now. It doesn't look like there's all that many people there. I don't know. It's a good idea in theory, but uh, it's a bad location. And the rooms are weird, and I would not... If you're going to go to Myrtle Beach, stay in one of those high-rises. All of a, Every room faces the ocean. It's like a party party atmosphere. Fun as shit. It's beautiful. That's the way to do it. Don't try to freaking save a few, mu- few bucks by staying on the other side of the street 
That's a sucker's bet. Suckers. All right. And the last thing, back when the kids were young, we bought a pop-up camper. Every trip that we took in that thing was a disappointment. (laughs) I mean, we had terrible experiences in that thing. I didn't know how to back it up. You know, I mean, I couldn't back the stupid thing. And like, and you go to a campground, and um, and there's all these people watching you, trying to back in. I didn't know how to do it. You know, I never, I never mastered it. And um, so everybody's out there looking at us and commenting and stuff. So it, I'd back the thing in and get it close enough and just like push it over <laughs> by hand. You know, I, you know, people are like over there shaking their head like real men, like the real men in the campground are like, oh, God, look at this guy. Would you take a look at this, Doris? You know, and then um, and there'd be like an hour, hour and a half of setup. You have to set the thing up. It's hot or it's raining. Who in the hell? I mean, it's like a pop up camper. I mean, we weren't, we weren't exactly driving some big, you know, giant bus like some people have this is a pop-up camper and pull it with our blazer and which was also a piece of shit which a big mistake buying that thing but anyway there are only a handful of trips that we took in that thing we thought it was going to be a way to to travel on the cheap and it turned out to be a disaster i hated it Pretty much 100% of the time. There was a trip that we took to the um, Cooperstown, New York, to a campground up there. And that one was fun. That one turned out pretty well. That was probably the pinnacle of it. We took it to Myrtle Beach a couple times, which I can't believe. I drove that thing all the way down to Myrtle Beach. Neither, not, you know, that didn't go very well. It's like super windy. I thought that thing was going to tip over. <laughs> we were sitting there sleeping. And you feel the thing like, like tipping, you know? I mean, it's like really windy. People stole our. Uh, when we were sleeping one night, we had coolers. I mean, it's a it's a pop up. We have our coolers out. We have an awning out, you know, and uh, we got a, our camp set up out there. And people come and steal your stuff. I mean, people came off the beach and stole a cooler, like a full cooler full of beer and soda and stuff. It's like all this like uh, craft beer that we bought, not cheap. There's craft beer in there, and um, and, uh, and, uh, and all the rest of our drinks, you know, in this giant cooler. They took the whole cooler in the middle of the night, and the wind was going to get ready to tip that shit over. It sucked. I mean, that thing, I couldn't wait to get rid of that piece of shit, you know. Who, who, I mean, that kind of, that kind of travel is terrible. I mean, it's fine sometimes. After you get it set up, and if the weather's cooperating, which it often doesn't, that's not that's not my kind of thing. Take me to a to a Hyatt, you know. I'm not definitely out there like setting up like awnings and you know you know or you know out there uh, like balancing the thing, you know all that stuff, getting it all leveled out and stuff. All that stuff that you have to do. That's crap. You know, you drive all day and then you got to spend an hour and a half setting it up, and then it's hot. The air conditioner doesn't doesn't knock the heat down, and it's just miserable. You know, that sucks. <laughs> so pretty much every trip we took with that pop up camper belongs on the list, and it doesn't really have to do with the locale. It's having it's it's the mode of uh, you know where we're staying. You know. 
campgrounds, we stay in nice campgrounds. It's not that. It's just I don't know how to back the thing up. Um, it's too much work. It's uncomfortable. The weather sucks. There's people watching me and, and, and judging my manhood, you know, negatively, I might add. And um, you, know, you take, I couldn't, we sold that shit. We sold the blazer and got out of that. We, we said we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> no good. So that's it. I think we're at the end of this thing. That's the end of my list. So thank you guys for listening. Give me a call. Tell me about your trips, vacations that uh, didn't work out for whatever reason. Give me a call, 570-290-8151. Also, if you want to get two episodes a week instead of a measly one, we got that set up for you too, head on over to Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. And sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. It's a patronage, as they call it. And in return is my way of saying thank you. I do an extra episode for patrons only every week. Not every month. Not every once in a while. That's for suckers, too. That's for suckers. So <laughs> if you want to get an extra, if you want to double down on, on the Surf Report podcast, patreon.com slash Jeff K is the location to, to take care of that little problem. All right. We're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for listening. And until next time, which will be over on the Patreon side, I hope you guys are having hope. I hope you guys have a great, great day. I'll see you. Bye. He said, you guys are a couple of fancy lads. <laughs>